Today is Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. My name is Mark Beavis. On today's trending news episode, the latest U.S. inflation numbers are out, and while they're slowing, inflation is still up. We're going to talk about that. Plus, Microsoft has run into a bit of a snag with its efforts to buy Activision Blizzard. Also, Toyota has announced plans to develop new long-range electric vehicle batteries. And right here in Canada, Nordstrom has shut its doors, and one of Canada's low-cost airlines is shutting down. Let's get started. The U.S. Federal Reserve is going to announce its decision on whether to raise its key interest rate a little bit later today. They've raised the rate now for the past 10 meetings, and a big part of the decision obviously relies on interest rates. The latest U.S. producer price index numbers were released just this morning. The good news is that prices fell a little bit more than expected in May. They were led by declines in the cost of energy and in food. The Labor Department report also showed that the annual increase in producer inflation last month was the smallest in nearly two and a half years. This news will no doubt strengthen the case for the Fed skipping raising interest rates this month, as we'll learn a little bit later today. In today's report, the PPI for final demand dropped 0.3% last month after rising 0.2% in April. The bulk of the decline this month is due to a 1.6% drop in the prices for goods. A big part of this drop was a 6.8% decline in energy prices. Gas prices were down 13.8%, which accounts for 60% of the drop in goods prices. Now, food prices fell 1.3%, which is good news. This is the second straight month that they have declined. In fact, food commodity prices have dropped back to levels that were last seen prior to Russia's invasion of Ukraine back in February of 2022. In the 12 months through May, the PPI climbed 1.1%, and that is the smallest raise now that we've seen since December 2020. The narrower measure of core PPI, which strips out food, energy, and trade services, was unchanged after being up 0.1% in April. In the 12 months now through May, the core PPI rose 2.8% after increasing 3.3% in April. Continuing on the topic of inflation, the latest CPI, the Consumer Price Index numbers from the US, were released yesterday. And although inflation does persist, the pace cooled a little bit last month, rising 0.1% from April to May. Year over year now, the CPI slowed to 4%, the lowest, again, that it has seen in two years. The main drivers behind this slowdown were dropping gasoline prices, the small rise in grocery prices, and less expensive furniture, appliances, and airfares. A less bright spot, though, is when we look at core prices. This excludes food and energy costs. This measure is generally considered to be a better way to capture inflation trends. These remain high from April to May. Core prices rose 0.4%, the sixth straight month of increases at that level or higher. When we compare that to last year, the core inflation rate is at 5.5% versus 5.3%, but obviously way above the target of 2%. This report shows the major factors in the number are rising rents and another spike in used car prices. Rents rose 0.5% from April to May and used cars spiked about 4.4% in just one month. Good news, gasoline prices fell 5.6%. They're now down almost 20% from a year ago. The last piece of good news that I saw in this report is that grocery prices ticked up just 0.1%, but they're still 5.8% higher than they were a year ago. So these numbers that have come out continue to present a challenge for the Fed when it comes to rising interest rates. The economy has remained resilient uh, and that continues to put pressure on inflation as we can see. Overall, numbers are showing that the American public is continuing to spend. On Tuesday, Microsoft's planned $69 billion purchase of video game company Activision Blizzard was blocked 
by a federal judge. Now this gives more time for an antitrust review of the deal. Microsoft, as we probably all know, are trying to acquire the company that creates the blockbuster games such as Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush Saga. This block comes by way of a temporary restraining order, which the Federal Trade Commission had sought. And a restraining order has a lower bar to meet than an actual preliminary injunction, which would block the deal. There is a hearing scheduled on the commission's request for injunction next week on June 22nd. You'll remember now that last year, the commission took Microsoft to court to block the merger, and there is a trial that is set to start on August the 2nd. The commission also said that it is concerned that Microsoft is trying to quickly close the deal before the trial begins, which would then make it next to impossible to reverse course if the acquisition was later found to be illegal. Toyota announced yesterday that they will be introducing high-performance solid-state batteries and other technologies to improve the driving range and cut the cost of future electric vehicles. On this news, the share price of Toyota has jumped around 13% over the past few trading sessions. They say it's aiming to launch new batteries starting in 2026, which they claim are going to offer longer ranges and quicker charging. In the meantime, of course, this type of technology is expensive in comparison to current technology, and it's going to take many, many years for those prices to come down. Now, Toyota says that at the high end of the market, it will produce EVs with lithium-ion batteries that will offer a range of 1,000 kilometers or 621 miles. By comparison, today's Tesla Model Y long-range lithium-ion batteries can drive around 530 kilometers. Toyota also plans for their solid-state battery to have a range of 1,200 kilometers and charge in just 10 minutes. Now, by comparison, again, Tesla's supercharger network today offers a charge of 321 kilometers in 15 minutes. Now, there's another unique twist also to Toyota's announcement, and they're working on developing an automated assembly line that would eliminate the conveyor belt system and it would see cars drive themselves through the process while under production. In news closer to home, yesterday was the final day for all 13 Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack stores here in Canada. We all remember, of course, 10 years ago when they announced that they would be opening locations here, they were welcomed with open arms by Canadians. Just like Target though, you'll remember they tried to break into the market a few years ago. Things haven't worked out and we now see them shutting their entire operation down. Obviously, a big part of this was the COVID pandemic and every retailer was hit hard, but larger stores like Nordstrom were hit harder because of their large and expensive footprints. Now, I was never a big Nordstrom guy, but I'm sure many of you were, and I know there's been a big liquidation sale going on since March, and I'm curious as to whether you've got any screaming deals out there you'd like to share with us, leave a comment below. News from the Canadian aviation sector. WestJet has announced they're shutting down its discount operations swoop. The airline said, as negotiated in the collective agreement, WestJet Group will now begin integrating efforts of its ultra-low-cost airline swoop. Related to this transaction as part of the deal that they recently struck with Alpa, the airline Pilots Association, the pilot group is going to be getting a raise of 24% over four years, and Swoop pilots will now have their seniority and their compensation pretty much on the same terms as the WestJet pilot group. The integration is expected to be completed by the end of October of this year. Now, as you may have heard recently, WestJet also completed a deal to buy Sunwing. An obvious question to me is whether they're going to do something similar to this and how the overall Sunwing operation will be affected. In two days on Friday, Brandon and I will be hosting our next live session. If you're not already subscribed to our channel, go ahead and do that. Hit notifications so you will be able to join us Friday morning for that. As always, I will put a link for our investing academy in the description below. That's all for today's episode. Thank you very much for watching and we'll see you on Friday.